welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Welcome to the Pies and Polishing Podcast, where uh, Mr. Patterson has got all kinds of giggles. <laughs> oh, but they're all true. I just tell good jokes. Yeah, you tell, I tell great good jokes. jokes. This is the intro to a very... I enjoyed, it, it didn't even have a Breaking Point podcast episode. No, not really. Yeah. So I think this is a lot of what we think of when we think of community. Um, have an episode... We have different detailers come on where it's cool. We talk about what motivated them at certain times or certain times now that they're going. Like DJ got some good perspective on it. Definitely. Uh, I did. And then we just rolled right straight over into uh, community pub. It was like a nice, smooth transition right in. Man, it just never even skipped a beat. Didn't skip a beat. Yeah. Super cool. So, hey, DJ. Let's go ahead and talk about this Black Oak Lantern. Are we going to rate it? We need to. All right. What are you going? I'm up. What are you going? Okay, I'm up. All right. Out of five, Black Oak Lantern. Good coffee flavor. I would, I would, I would, I would not get this over some other pumpkins, but I would get this again. I'm going to go three seven five. Wow. So you wouldn't get it over other pumpkins again. Right. I mean, there's other pumpkin nails I would get before, but I would get this again. And you rate it 375. 375, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 376, man. Like <clears throat> it's only right to do this beer some justice. I I can't believe you had rated that low. I thought you were I gonna... wasn't going to go high, but I can't let you say it's a I thought you were going to at least go 666. I was going to, <laughs> but then I was like, hold on. Like, I really listen, thought that's what you were going to do. I, know, I, was. I really thought that's what you were going to do. I was, but I'm like, but it only goes to five. It didn't matter. It's you should have still said joke. it. No, so it won't be a good joke. I it overthought. was a good I, joke. I was you overthought it. it. I overthought it. But Because that was a good call. You yeah. found that out. Yeah. You know, I, I, the I alcohol content in this beer. No, don't explain it. It needs to tease them, right? We're still in the intro. Oh, yeah. There's a reason I got to listen to the podcast is to find out what the percentage right. you don't of give the them beer. All the nuggets and the. Yeah, I mean, a real reason they listened to this podcast was to find out the percentage of the beer. The next one. And then they would have just gone on. But now they have a reason to listen to more. Yeah. It's oh, a great community. That's good community. All right. Enjoy the episode, guys. See ya. <laughs> You've heard the news, right? Ah, so exciting. Mobile Tech Expo Orlando 2021 is now officially open. If you have heard the episode with Sheldon announcing that Mobile Tech Orlando is going to go and gives you some of the layout. Now, here's what's cool about that episode. And what you'll find out at the end of this episode is a special discount code for you. So grab that discount code. Don't wait. Go sign up today because you might not be able to get in.
Now, one of the things you can do in order to ensure that you're on stage with us at Mobile Tech Orlando, go follow the Instagram page at Pints Polishing Podcast. More info to be released. Hey, enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, where we're not sure if we wanted to have a stout or if we wanted to have a pumpkin. So we decided to have a pumpkin stout, continuing on our journey through pumpkin ales, having uh, another from the Wasatch Brewery, uh, Black O'Lantern. Hey, Mr. Patterson. What's the most interesting thing you can find on this label? Uh, on the label? On the can, yes, on the can. Uh, most interesting there's, there's thing. Blue mountains on there? No, it has there's, to. Do, there's mountains on there. It they has look kind of blue to me. And they'll stay that way too. Right? Isn't that cool? This is like officially approved beer for you, then, right? I think all beers approved beer for me, honestly. All beers are approved beer. I think all beers are approved beers. All beers are approved beers. Okay. Well. Nothing interesting stands out to this. On the Black O'Lantern, they're holding. A big How much alcohol pumpkin? content is in this beer? Oh, uh, not much, man. Not much at all. Just a measly 6.66. When have you ever seen that before? <laughs> what is that? It's the Black O'Lantern. Wow. That's what that is. That's dark. It is dark. And it is dark, right? Look at that. That is a dark pumpkin. That's why it's a stout. I can definitely taste that stouty flavor. You got a little bit of... Uh, Mm, coffee-ish? Slight coffee flavor in there? There's a hint of coffee for yeah. sure. Uh, similar to Guinness. I would say it almost tastes like a Guinness stout mixed with some pumpkin spices. All right. Yeah. Uh, kind of a switch up. What do you think? It's different. I like it, though. It's a definitely. A, I think I'm getting pumpkined out. Even well, when we're not you, drinking on the week. You've <sighs> you've been consuming nonstop. I'm only drinking pumpkin on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it'd be. I wouldn't consider it nonstop drinking. But oh. when I do happen to drink outside of Wednesdays, it's always a pumpkin beer now. So well, yes. that's what I mean, nonstop. No, you said I'm drinking nonstop. Yeah, yeah. You're drinking pumpkin nonstop. Yes, when I drink, it's pumpkin. right now. You're drinking nonstop pumpkin. Sure, man. And that's what you that's said. That's exactly right? what I said. Yeah. Why are you repeating it? Just to clarify, since you got there's a no little need, confusing. There's no need to clarify. It, yeah, I think so. It, it was a little cloudy, a little confusing. Okay. Just so everybody knew you didn't drink nonstop, <laughs> right? You know, go ahead and clarify that since you wanted to, that you yeah, didn't drink nonstop. I just wanted to make everyone know Just that lately, I... you've been consuming a lot of pumpkin. I'm going to guess that that's what you're saying, right? Because I think you told me that. I think you're really good at guessing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good guess. That was a great guess. So what have you been drinking mostly? Literally the, uh, what is it, the Sam Adams pumpkin. Oh, yeah, you liked that one. I did, yeah. but now I don't. I, it's, I'm done. I can't. Oh, you're done? Yeah, I can't do it anymore. You're a Sam Adams fan. <laughs> See, I don't, I, I don't want to be, but I am. Because it's, like yeah. it's a mainstream, but yeah, they make a good, trustable, like you can trust it's going to be a good beer. Yeah. So when they have their Oktoberfest or their... But they didn't start mainstream. I mean, they started small. They just grew, I don't know they story. grew to a big mainstream, the biggest, I'd have to say probably the biggest craft brewery explosion. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to guess. Not a, yeah. Oh, that's a cool story. That's a good story. Yeah, that's, so that's why you like it. It's a great beer. You always can depend on it being good. Yeah. What do you think about that Sam 76? 
I think it's one of the greatest beers out there. One of. All right. All right. Well, we are having our first guest that's going to hop on. So tonight, as we wind uh, closer down to the end of the motivational discussions, we're going to hear from a couple of different detailers on what keeps them motivated. First up, hey, looky there. We've got uh, Nick from Vegas Rides hopping on. Nick, first we got to know, uh, opening question, uh, are you a beanie guy or no beanie guy? Hey, I'll rock a beanie if it's cold. I mean, I'm not going to just rock it like, you know, like this? is it 80 degrees in Tulsa? Yes, it is right now, actually. Hey, hey yesterday and, and was you, like 65. Inside, yeah, it's 85 and we're inside. He throws a beanie on. For and this morning, yeah, was, no. this morning was in the 50s. It was cold. The doors were off. This morning, that was 12 hours ago. Right, well, so that's the hat <laughs> I chose for the day. No, you. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't have another hat. This is the hat. I mean, welcome to Oklahoma, right? That's just what happens. Starts and it's twenty degrees warmer later. I'll let you have it, man. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do rock, it, dude. Rock, Gotta rock take it off. Hey, the beanie's rocking. The beanie's not coming <laughs> off. It, the beanie, the beanie has now just been purchased to have a little character right here, and we will soon hey, soon have some. You're done. Hey, if it's eighty, you got to take it off. No way. He needs no. to take it off. It's on until spring. I think I was told in the springtime. Everybody was like, "Okay, man, you got to take that off." I was like, "Ah." Until spring. Oh, yeah. I've had this one here probably three years. So you don't wear years, hats please. at all. You're just a beanie. Yeah, you don't remember that. But, yeah, pretty much through the winter, I'll wear nothing but a beanie and a hoodie. No, I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah, I remember that. On. Yeah, no. but mostly it's a beanie and a hoodie. Flip-flops, when do they go away? Uh, They've, they've kind of got, like, oh. they, they've been put wow. little. Yeah, part of the rehab has been oh they told you you can you couldn't wear them anymore not that i couldn't you shouldn't just that they I, said you shouldn't wear them it's not what they said what they said they didn't say anything well i, I mean, just obviously. chose right remember we had that discussion about putting on the right shoe and all that stuff and right to, right right so i just took a little break from some of the flip-flops so perhaps you're saying flip-flops could over time cause discomfort in your body right is that what you're saying i know not oh. anywhere did i tie in flip-flops with my my, 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 my back problems. So oh. Not at all. Okay. I didn't tie that in. All right. <laughs> no. It's a good tie. That's pretty man. funny. It's a good try. I tried. All right, Nick. What are you drinking tonight? Actually, uh, just water. Got obviously, I got the uh, two week old. So we're, uh, you know, I'm uh, in dad mode obviously right now. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that sounds like. What are you talking about? <laughs> I would. Be. I think I used a lot of alcohol to get through those nights. I still do. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, we're, you know, just watching the kid, that's all. The woman has to pump and dump. I mean, <laughs> listen, whether you see two or one of them, it hey, doesn't how many matter beers as long he as you're holding both of the babies in your hand and you only have one, it's okay, you know? That's funny. Yeah. You know hey, how many beers have you had? Of course man. we know pumping and dumping. I didn't know you knew that. What? Yeah, we pumped and dumped all the time. Nick, <laughs> you're going to have to learn about pumping and dumping. Hey. Whatever we got to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, congrats, though, man. Two weeks. Appreciate it. Yeah. That's Appreciate awesome. it. Yeah, it's first one. So, you know, it's been pretty cool. You know, it's different. Very. All right. So, Nick, everything changes, huh? What's the craziest time you've Overnight. had in your life? Is it having a kid and, and rechanging your, you know, you come home, you're not used to a kid, and now you do? Or, or what's <laughs> been one of the, is that, is that one, is that kind of different for you? Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest change. I mean, you know, when you're 
you know, you can go back to college and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, you know, you walk into some crazy shit in your house and whatever. I mean, that's a crazy time, but no, for overall day to day. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I mean, everything changes, right? Like, you know, sometimes you got to be a little bit more quiet. You can't walk in and do what you want. Like maybe something has to be handled. I mean, it's just different. I mean, not in a bad way, but yeah, as far as the biggest change, it's the craziest you know, change for sure. Hey, wait till something needs to be handled and you got to figure that out, huh? <laughs> Give yourself you four did. more weeks and then we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> uh, I hear you. I hear you. That's, that's already a topic of discussion in this house. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there, there are ways. Yeah, for sure. We'll figure it out. Yeah, oh, you will. Yeah, yeah. You'll get you it be done. creative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right, so we're in the middle of a discussion on motivation. I uh, wanted to just pick your brain. Uh, has there been a time in your career that you've needed motivation, and what's what was that time, and then uh, what helped you get through? What what made you go go through on it? Yeah, th- I think that's an interesting conversation. I think everybody's a little different. What I find is it's personality-driven. You know, what I find is the guys that I talk to that, that struggle with different things, it, everything seems to come down to a personality. Uh, for me, you know, uh, sometimes like complacency, you know, I, I see that, Hey, maybe we're kind of stagnant as a business. Uh, you know, I, I've, I found that at that time, I look at my motivation for the months leading up to it or the year leading up to that stagnation wasn't where it should be. You know, I wasn't out pushing as hard as I should, or I wasn't waking up with the same type of fire every day. Like, you know, Hey, maybe I wasn't as organized in my day and, and, and saw that stuff kind of slip. And then, I don't know, usually it's something that happens. Maybe, maybe you have a run in with a customer and, and it pops you out of it, you know, like maybe your quality slipped a little, uh, something right. happened, I you think, know, right. You've had that, right? Oh yeah. I think that's true. I think we, we do have that we, there's customer moments that just take us completely out of where we were headed in oh, that yeah. direction or a team member. Yeah, there you real. go derail your 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 what motivation your that drive and you go into a funk pretty much immediately that happened that's happened the past couple days for me actually all right any anything you want to share uh no not yet um but yeah (laughs) what about a moment that you've had to that where because i i remember sometimes you've been like this customer such and such and there was a derailing like there was a moment for me uh for me it's in, on the chemical side, it was always was you and, and selling to dealerships, right? And, and selling to that volume type where anybody could come in and undercut you for 10 more bucks, mm, five more right. bucks. Like, so that for me was always a derailment when there was that issue, right? When there was that moment and the, you know, you wait, shit, like really that fucking happened? Like over 10 bucks? Like that's insane. That yeah. to me, I mean, over the years, right when we've tossed stuff and back and forth, that's what for me was the, the moments. You? Yeah, I mean, that's that's. I mean, I think the customer thing is is whatever that run in is. I mean, recently I just had something happen. A customer we probably I, I should have probably looked at about a year ago and gotten rid of. They're kind of a toxic customer. Uh, didn't follow our belief system. Didn't buy into what we were doing. You know very wealthy people, very nice people to actually run into. They're very respectful to us as a company, like guys being around their house, that kind of thing. But they're really toxic about staying on a schedule. They're really toxic about understanding what was going on with their cars. They always acted like they were too busy and they would be at the house. Like, you know, 
in their jeans just chilling and act like they couldn't spend two minutes to talk about their car but like a week later would bring something up that you could have explained in the moment and it, it just kept happening that way for years i mean they were they were a customer for three years and i, I knew three years ago we should have let them go I, I was like i'm never this is never going to be the right relationship and finally just kind of had a moment and actually unweighting that customer out of that route was a big deal because it kind of drugged that route down every week, you know, and I didn't realize how much my guys kind of hated it. And nobody felt like, you know, we have such good customers. And if you're in business long enough, when you start dealing with great people, you don't realize how those negative people can sap some guy's motivation, your motivation. You're always thinking to yourself when you see their name pop up on your phone, you're like, you know, what could it be now? And it's always a really silly conversation. It's never productive and it kind of drains you. And so recently we actually uh, did motivation by subtraction. You know, we, we actually, I, I finally parted ways with them and said, Hey, I'm not going to do this anymore. You know, we motivation can't make you happy. You know? I like that. Yeah. That's so, good, I mean, phrase. you know, for, for us that, that, I mean, and again, it's, it's something that happens by accident. A lot of times I, I feel like you get out of funks a lot of times by accident something happens and and it just like something and it could be just something tiny it doesn't always have to be some massive issue uh you know you could see anything i mean i i think people a lot of times look for some big signs to change motivation when i look back on my career it's always been something really simple that's kind of snapped me back into the reality and hey we need to kind of button this up and gets a fire back and you're ready to go. But, you know, for me, I'm, I'm pretty lucky. My personality, you know, I, I wake up pretty motivated. You know, I don't have to think about it very much, um, but I can definitely go up a level or two based on little things happening that kind of snap me back into being a little bit more motivated than normal. All right, so what motivates you then? Like you said, you, you don't, you just get up and you get going, right? You said it's just in, you, in your personality. Yep. All right, but what is it? Like, what's the thing that motivates you? Well, I, I kind of competition motivates me, but it's not competition like the guy down the street. I think that's really a simplistic thing. I don't think Jeff Bezos wakes up and gives a shit what everyone else is doing. I think that's just kind of nonsense that people say. Um, I don't really care about the guy down the street. I don't care what they're doing at their shop. I mean, you, Marty, you and I have had this discussion. You'll tell me about people in Vegas. I've never even heard of them. I don't know where they're at. You're like, hey, you've been to so-and-so shop? I'm like, I didn't know I had a shop. Like, I don't say that as negative i just don't think about it and so i stay in in my zone and the things that i can control what motivates me is is seeing financially how i can grow my business you know i'm very financially motivated i've been that way since i was young and so to say that i'm in business strictly for money motivation i think is pretty fair you know i'll do anything if it makes a business more successful and so whether that's an investment in a business or whether that's my business here as a detailer I want to be successful and, you know, I, I love chasing profitability. You know, I mean, how can we be more profitable today uh, than we were six months ago and how can we make more money a year from now? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And if you're in business and you don't think about those things, I find that people struggle to have success because money is the motivating factor. I think for why you become a business owner, because you think that you're going to make a big business. You know, that's what, that's Marty. That's what you and I spend so much time on in our, on our little thing on Monday, right? Is trying to tell young guys how to grow their business out of the one guy and, and, and get your second guy and your 10th guy and your 20th guy. Uh, I just think that's what motivates me. I mean, it, it is a money motivation type of thing. 
did you did you think when you were if you thinking back to that right when you just talked about young like and being early and was yeah. money it for you yeah no no it was it was gro growth and success like I, I wanted to be where i'm at now essentially i wanted to i wanted to see me out with my wife driving and we see one of our trucks drive by that'd be the coolest thing ever to see that that would be so cool to see like one of our trucks drive by on a tuesday and we're going to the park with the kids like that'd be awesome and I'm living it now, but like earlier on, like I I, I have I was set on because people kept saying like they say things like, hey, are you still doing a little car wash thing? Are you still detailing cars? And I'm like, what the hell? Like, do you have no idea what I have planned? Like, I'm I'm trying to be like I'm not just detailing cars or doing a little car wash thing. I'm I'm trying to grow a business here. So I went in, in that mindset is more of like a I was motivated by everyone saying like those things like that. Like, are you still doing that? Like. What, what are you gonna do next? Like I'm like, what, this is this is what I'm doing. Like when they come home and go, oh, yeah, I used to detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, just like, like, oh, come on, yeah. like <laughs> that's cool. That's like, right, like, awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Yeah. So that was a that fueled my motivation to have the success that I've had now. And then now it's it's still motivated by money. Like now it's how can we be more profitable? How can we cut costs here? How can we? utilize this team member to do this and how can we motivate them to do this so that we can get to this goal right here like it's just one big chess game and it that's motivating to try to like break through different little wins here and there and figure stuff out and it's just it's motivating to be able to get up and like play chess that's some people can't do that you've got to go to a job you clock in you clock out but it's motivating to go in and be able to, to move pieces how i want to and watch how they work and then when it fails and i lose the game let's set the pieces up again and do it again you know? yeah I, I wasn't motivated by money in my own thought process, but then you'll probably come back and say it really was money that motivated you. I, I jumped ship from a business, you know, from, from a place I was working and motivation for me was survival, right? Motivation for me was how do I make rent? So it wasn't so much, how do I make money? It was more of how do I just still be here in a month? Like, how do I still yeah. be here in two months? And, and, and then it became, okay, well, this is fun. I'm here. I'm paying rent. How do I, okay, what if I did? And then I just started that journey of, all right, I'm doing this. How do I do that? And okay, if I did that, how do I do that? And then that's where you said chess match. Like, then it literally just becomes a game. And yes. so for me, that's what it had developed out to and I wish I had a little bit more of the money mentality, you know, like I, I almost wish that there was more of a drive for, for that. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I always tell people, you know, when guys ask me about starting their business, I'm like, you know, you got to figure out your personality. You know, if you really are never going to be great at sales, and I've said this a million times, then you got to figure out how to hire a salesperson. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't sit here and fight something for months and years on end. You're going to fail. So you got to understand yourself better than anybody to succeed. For me, operationally and how we detail a car and our systems, I think are second to none. I mean, if I, we have it down to the minute how long each detail is going to take. And so we have beat and, and expanded our business through efficiency. We haven't done it through cutting corners. I don't get caught up much on how much a chemical costs or any of that kind of stuff. We're doing it through just efficiency at the point of attack you know, how do we get in and out? How do we get, make my guys the most money? You know, I, I want to enrich everybody. You know, you and I have talked about this, Marty. Now for me, I think about how I can make my, my guys more money because if I make them more money, they're going to stick around. 
And so now it's the game of opposite what it was for me 10 years ago, where now I'm trying to figure out, okay, how do I keep everybody in this, in this circle happy? And let me tell you what it comes down to. People make a lot of money. They stick around. Yeah. So do you guys think that uh, your motivation changes as you progress oh, yeah. through business? Yeah, I just said it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. It, it kind of has to or else you, you're motivated to do the same thing, but you're not reaching it. So, yeah, I'll tell you this, what changed for me, I was a horrible leader when I started, <laughs> I was bad at it. I mean, just, I, you know, I had, I didn't have the necessary tools at the beginning of my business to understand how to not to run people into the ground. Now, if people see how I balance my schedule with my guys, you know, if it's 115 degrees, man, I'm not putting my guys on the pavement for 10 hours, 12 hours a day. And so now how do I make them profitable in four hours, five hours? How do I put them in the right spots at the right time where the sun's in a certain, I mean, now it's, it's a lot different than 10 years ago for me. So I, I think if you're not different 10 years in or five years in, or even every year, I don't think you stay in business. I mean, I'm vastly different year to year, uh, you know, based on, look, I, I meet with my accountant now every month. I didn't need accountant the first <laughs> three or four years. I mean, I didn't, I, you know what I mean? Like, so how I run my business and what my priorities are day to day are vastly different. So the motivation changes, I think, as you develop a brand, as you develop your business, as you develop contacts in the city that you're in, uh, you know, look, the balancing act with clients changes, you know, as you move up and you start dealing with hiring clients and bigger clients and more demanding clients, your business changes automatically. And so what motivates you at that point is, okay, I got this client. They like this. I got this client. They like that. I can't have this team member at that client's place right. is not going to work. You know, it's a juggling it, act, man. That right there. Yeah. Like you, and it, and that, so, and yeah. so motiv motivation just changes. I mean, it, 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 it just forced to change. It's not really something you, you actively look at and say, I got to change. You, you just adapt or you're going to lose. And so a lot of things just got forced upon me by landing certain clients and landing certain people. I mean, look, I mean, our client base now, I can't bring somebody on unless they have a federal background check. I mean, I have certain clientele that it's just not going to happen. So I can't have a single team member that can't pass a federal background check wasn't the case six years ago but so the last you, six years i've had to implement that? that i can't what's that you have to pay more for that then i mean i guess you set a higher price and pay more for yeah i mean look that those clients that demand that that have you know maybe they have 24 7 security at their home at their office they you know have security details those types of things um yeah i mean look they know that they got to pay for the headache that they want you to jump through xyz mm -hmm. hoop but the great thing is, is that once you jump through them, those people are so busy. If you just do your job and you handle your job and you stay out of everyone's way and you do what you're supposed to do, they're the greatest people in the world. And when they see you, they're super respectful. Hey, thanks for everything you've done. And so I, I think everything changes depending on what business you're landing and the business you come across. And I think that changes everything. And so what motivated me 10 years ago is nowhere near what motivates me now. But yeah, I mean, money exactly so. is still going to be the driving factor. Always, I mean, yeah. but I got to change all kinds of things every morning. Uh, you know, uh, we have some days we're starting at 4 a.m. We have other days we're starting a little bit later. Uh, it, it's just kind of one of those things, man. I, I think people think of motivation differently, but I bet if we boil it down and we are all a little bit better at talking about it, we probably find that we're all pretty similar. That's awesome, man. 
Well, Nick, thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for hopping in and telling people what uh, motivates you. Cool little discussion where we jumped off to some different rabbit trails. So where do yeah. people find you on social? Vegas.rides uh, at all platforms. You know, send me a DM, email, anything I can help with. And Marty, take that beanie off. It's a wrap. Hell no, man. Got to take, no. take the beanie take off. The beanie, no. off. The beanie ain't coming off. Why not? The beanie ain't off. All, all right, right, fellas. All right. See ya. See I'll you, talk man. to you guys soon. All right. Oh. Oh, you're going to pause it? Yeah. All right, welcome back, Mr. Patterson. Welcome back, Mr. Hill. Take a little bathroom break. Get ready for our next guest. Crack open another. Let's do this. Crack open another one. What are you thinking about this? It's good. It's good? It's good. It's good? It's good. Oh, there he is. There's uh, old Derek from DJD Detailing. What do you think about the beer? It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Oh, there he is, hopping in. Uh oh, here we go. Is that a Coors Light? Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> oh, we can't hear you. You know, oh. you gotta get your volume. Oh, you're muted. Okay, there, I'm there. there now we're there. It's a. Oh, it's an. It's an Oktoberfest. Ooh, yeah. nice. All right, we are drinking uh, like, Black O'Lantern. Ooh. Yeah. It is a... It's uh, a pumpkin stout. Yeah. Mmm. A pumpkin... Wait, a stout? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? That's what I said when I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's... I've never, ever heard of a pumpkin stout. I've seen a bunch Likewise. of pumpkin ale, but stout. I heard about it before about like, 30 minutes ago. Does it have like an orange? It does. It's a little bit of orange on the in the head. Yeah. Speaking of head, have you ever gotten head from an orange one? Uh, well, uh, no. Me neither. What? A redhead. Yeah. Uh -oh. Is that your thing? You like reds? Yeah, man. You would? There's something about redheads. Yeah. They're, really? Yeah. But, you know, that was back in the. Back in the day? Back in the day. Back in the day, did you experience Back in the day. I've ne that's what I'm saying. I've never, yeah, I never did. I've never, huh? no. I got uh, I got left at my senior year prom type thing. It was We didn't have a prom, but we had a Dutchman weekend. Uh -huh. and I took this chick that was redheaded. My only experience with a redhead. Super hot. Oh, she was fucking hot. And, uh, did you say she had big hands? She did. She had very big hands. Wow. And, uh, and we... Everything's going good until we walk in the doors. We walk in the door, she goes that way. And I was like, no way, oh. dude. Yeah, that was brutal. Oh, no. Okay, so I, I have a thing against redheads, actually. Like, <laughs> I, I never ever talked to another redhead after. That was the curse. Anybody that was redhead, I just never. That was it. That was it. Like, I was like, don't trust them. Like, fiery oh. burn from the redhead. I was like, ouch. You walked in together, and she just went <laughs> and, left, yeah. and you went. Uh, yeah. You stayed there for a second. A second, and I went. Right. Oh, that's how that went. You just needed a date. Cool. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. mm. Brutal, right? Brutal. Fucking I'm a mat. So, speaking of that, Derek, Derek, we are talking about motivation. <laughs> yeah. What made <laughs> Marty? So, what motivated you to, you know, keep, you know, going on with not thinking that it was you that was the problem, and you know, continue dating. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you were motivated as hell. Motivated as hell. 
Derek, uh, we're looking to talk about motivation, and you're a uh, continually going guy that is always out uh, not only with your own career, but your own social life, and soon to be married. Congratulations, mm -hmm. or sorry to hear. We, you know, we, oh, depends on the day, buddy. Depends on the day. But, you know, and also running your business um, that seems to continually be growing. So, you know, would love to hear from you as part of the community. Hey, you like the way I did that? I like it. Uh, uh, what is it that motivates you? What is it that keeps you going, man? Um, I don't know. I think I'm just like, I was always like, uh, like I never went to college. I never finished college. So like, I was always like afraid that I wouldn't be able to like provide, uh, for my family or stuff like that. So it's just kind of like one of those things where I was, uh, it was like a year ago or so. I don't know. Some light switched, something switched. And all of a sudden it was like, Hey, like I can really do this. Like I need to. To, to stay motivated and like I can do this and a lot of um when I started getting more and more referrals from customers and like people that would like seek me out to actually go and detail their cars it was kind of like just kind of just kept me going um plus I, I don't know about you guys I'm just a little crazy about you know making sure all the cars look shiny and stuff but uh that's been like my push last couple of years I don't know it's just it's just been like what can I do to what, be my own boss like what can I do to to provide for my family you know I'm about to get married we're talking about maybe buying a house next year you know I'm trying to think like what other skills could I have besides just my you know normal nine to five uh and I love detailing uh I have a good time when I'm doing it so I just figured hey like I keep doing it I don't know I just love doing I'm not a crazy guy I just loves doing it like everyone's always like today the guy was even like man, that was an all day detail. And I'm like, yeah, but it came out real good and you, and you paid real good. So I had a good time and this you're happy. So it's a win-win for me. I don't know. It's like, I get that like a Joan rush where it's like the customer shows up and it's like, Oh, what did you do? Like, Oh my God, this looks amazing. And I'm just like, yes, like bring on the next one. And so it's, it's some days, except for, except for bad interiors, but that, I don't know, man. It's just, you don't like interiors. My brother even too. Oh, uh, well, it, it depends. It depends. I mean, the last couple have been fine, but I had a couple of dog messes where I'm just like, like this, I'll, you couldn't pay me enough right now, but I'll take your money and be sad. Like, right. Yeah. Kind of have to, but it's, 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 it's been crazy. I don't know. I mean, the only, the only thing uh, I keep thinking about now is, uh, I know we're talking about motivation, but, uh, maybe getting somebody help, help me or hiring somebody at some point. Cause it's, uh, shoulders starting to starting to hurt when I come home. I'm like, oh, so. Whoa. But it's been how old? It's been you? good though. Thirty one to be thirty two. Oh, two your weeks. shoulders just now starting to hurt, man. You got plenty of time to go. Yeah, you got no. Plenty of time. I know. Well, <laughs> it's my. Uh, I mean, from from polishing, I get my hands hurt a little bit. But you know, I just I heard if you start taking those CBD gummies inflammation goes down and you're 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 back in fighting polishing those pent cars and stuff so yeah yeah cbd that's what I mean. go with those yeah that's what I, yeah it's Good you can call. get you get them at the grocery store you know you yeah. just pop a couple it's like gummy bears yeah. it's like flintstone vitamins yeah right uh so <laughs> dj i would say that probably falls in line with some of your motivation 
I would imagine. I didn't like, you know, last week I didn't want to take words out of your mouth, you know, so I don't want to overspeak my limits no, here. Please, get but uh, he talked about he talked about his family. He talked about you know wanting to provide. I think that's been a big uh, yeah, dude, and, and a big it, push for you. It, it has been, and we took a we took like we took a leap of faith. My wife was making like like re- like really really good money at her corporate job. Like she could provide it for like the whole household essentially, and I could like the detailing was just like extra money essentially she was making damn good money uh mm-hmm. but yeah i i that was motivation too like i wanted my business to be able to support my family and her not have to work uh whether she's working in the business or not working at all one of the two it didn't matter but like her not having to go clocking on someone else's clock and us still being able to provide for the the, the provide for the bills and still have flexibility in the schedule and so forth so that was so we talked about a second ago with nick is that your motivation changes all the time and thank you because yeah that that definitely happened when you know i I was like okay like i built a good business now i want to build it to where my wife can quit her job that that's my next motivation so how do i do that and you sit you plan and 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 you do it and it happened like we okay i think we're here let's go ahead and do this it's gonna be a little tight but we got this and we did it and it worked out greatish like we definitely missed some money (laughs) there was times we're like damn we made the right decision here, but at the end of the day, like right now, it's like, yeah, it's it's awesome. Like she gets to be home with all of her kids, like still working the business sometimes. Like she's where she needs to be. I'm where I need to be, and it's it's a sweet spot. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to have like a check coming in all the time, but it's it's just that it, that's motivating even more. Like, how do we keep it going? How do we make more money? How do we be more profitable? How do we keep making it to where we're more and more comfortable? It's just it's constant motivation. It's constantly changing based on where you're at in life. I would say family, though, I would join in also. Uh, As my family dynamic has changed over the years, though, I've definitely found that when the girls are home, Mm. my motivation goes up dramatically, right? You People under your house that you... At that point, I'm not providing for them, right? I mean, they got a place to stay. There's no doubt, right? They come home to dad. They're going to be... Then it becomes, how do I how do I not just provide, but how do I make it fun? Right? So now my motivation when my daughters come home for the summer is how do I do work? How do I grow my business? And how do I try and have a good time with my daughters while they're just here for a couple months? And that, that energy is definitely, it's a, it's a big pusher. So I, I think we can all look at family in a different way. And even if somebody's young is just hopping in, Derek, you know, before mm-hmm. you had, uh, a, you know, a girlfriend to a fiance to, you know, fiance. now think, well, no, I'm saying like girlfriend to fiance to now oh. going to be wife. Right. I mean, your motivation for that has changed a little bit. What was it years ago or, you know, what was it when you first started that helped you push through to, one customer to two customer to I'm on the 15th customer to I'm on the 38th customer. Hmm. Trying to think like, what would it, what, what, when did it change? I mean, and it could have, well, it's not so much when did it change, but what was the driving Hmm. factor early on? Was it that still that same purity of the customer coming and seeing the vehicle? You know, what, what was the early drive for you to, all right, that was fun. How do I do another? And then how do I do another? And then how do I do another? 
it 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 was still a little bit of the the pure like I don't know if I just get a, the adrenaline or like the endorphins intake from you know just how happy people are. Um, there was a time period at one point when I was doing uh, I was still working a sales job and I was I almost wanted to to, to quit that job and go straight full uh, part time because I, I was part time in that job and I wanted to detail full time. Um, because I really, for something hit me where I really wanted to be my own boss. I was like, I was tired of, of doing the schedule and stuff. And I mean, I was working a sales job where I had to work almost Monday through Friday and then uh, Monday through Friday and all weekends. I missed all these holidays and it was just like, you know what, like if I keep detailing and I keep um, doing better and better, you know, I was trying to, I would like find ways to like change. Cause I did my own schedule when I was in sales. I tried to find ways where I could detail more. And kind of hide it from my full-time job and like, oh yeah, I can't come in till two today. And then like, it was just like, because I really wanted to see if I could grow that. I could take that, make enough money where all of a sudden it's like, hey, I'm making this much money now. Okay, well this week I made more money than my full-time job. Like, why would I go back to my full-time job? Like, I need to quit and stop doing that. So I went up to my uh, manager at the time and told him like, hey, listen, like, I, I think I need to go part-time. He basically kind of looked at me and said, gave me, told me this story about him doing the same thing. And it ended horribly for him. <laughs> like he, he, but he started like some printer copier business. I, I don't know why, but it was like, it's like some like a uh, Zepco's or whatever, like a something. So he goes and does this and it kind of scared me. Like when he started going into the numbers and stuff about, Hey, you don't have that constant income coming in. You need to kind of stay. This is full-time job. So I sucked it up for another two years and it got to the point I missed two more Christmases and I was just like, I'm done. Like not Christmas is uh, Thanksgivings when I had to go in and work on black Friday, I was just like, I'm done. And then that's when I, like you said, that, that was my push then. Now, then when me and Dana, we had, we had, not, we had some, we had some stuff go on where like, I, I just was uh, not good with credit cards and stuff. Not good with money. Got, got into a lot of debt. And I finally was like, you know what? Like I need to start taking this more serious. And then that's when I changed jobs to start doing, having working, Part, um, uh, just during the week and I have, I'm off Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So I started, you know, getting the scheduling app, getting the website better. And then it turned into more, Hey, I'm going to start using this to provide as extra income so we can put it in our savings account. So one day we can then buy a house, you know, I was able to buy a truck this year. It's like all, it all started coming together when I started taking it more seriously. But that was my force back then. It was like, I was like, I don't want to work for this guy anymore. I'm going to go out on my own. And then I had to hold on a second. And then when our relationship got a little more serious where I had, I had, uh, we start, you know, I had, I I had asked her to marry me and stuff and we we were engaged. We've been engaged for like five years. So we just waiting and waiting. She got another job and it just, I don't know. I guess I just grew up and just realized this isn't a game. I got to figure out how, how I can provide for my family and detailing. I, I like doing it it pays good and it kind of, it's kind of like, you know, like they say, if you um, do something like a hobby and you get paid for it, then you don't work a day in your life. It's almost like that. Like I, even though I come home tired, I still love doing it. Yeah. Now you're trying to hire a team member. So you got different motivation coming too, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I definitely need to, cause I I've done, I've done a lot of work lately for like different um, business owners or contractors. And like today, the guy was, he owned a an Italian bakery and he just happened to have this, that BMW that I was doing. And he was even like, bro, like I see you. Cause he follows me on Instagram. And he's like, I see you doing all this stuff. Like, are you, are you, do you have other people? Are you by yourself? And I'm like, yeah, it's just me. He goes, no, I can't. Like, you, there's no way you can stay in the business that long. 
Like he goes, that's why, I mean, that's why this guy now has all these nice cars. Cause he's got someone else running the bakery. He's got, he owns a pizzeria. He's got all this stuff. He's there occasionally. I'll see him pop in. I've, I've caught him there a couple of times. I'll catch him in there, but he's like, no, you got to get some more people helping you do this. And like, you need someone either like a secretary scheduling, like so if, so if you get your or quit your other job, like you can't do both. Like you're gonna get yeah, too burnt out too could, fast. Yeah, well, you could figure that out with some some technology yeah. wise. So when you're trying to go through that climb of uh, coming through, you know, what uh, that idea of going from, all right, now I got to take it serious. Now I've got to start really, you know diving this in so you switch your job you get it to where you got weekends off so that you can detail on the weekends what what struggles did you have and then after the struggles i want to know what is it that helped you push through those struggles right uh but so let's go through the struggles so when you're trying to make that switch over what struggles what things that came up that that were hard for you uh at first it was it was I mean, this a simple one was just trying to find a, a job that I could do that was, I guess, less physically demanding and like had a schedule where like it wasn't a sales job. So I, I worked at, at the beginning and lately it's been day because of COVID, but I was working, at, I had a night job. So I'd go to work at night and then I'd get up at, you know, wake up at eight, th- eight o'clock at night and I'd go to work at night and then I'd sleep during the day. I did that Monday through Thursday and then Friday morning I would get up sleep to about 12 and then I'd kind of had to kind of adjust myself so I could detail Fridays, Saturdays, and then Sunday. And then Monday, because I didn't go to work till night, I would work, I would detail cars Monday morning till about 12, 12 or sometimes I was later like two mm-hmm. sleep for about three or four hours. And then I would dip into, um, I would then go to sleep and then go to work at night. And I kind of did that for a while late now because of COVID they stopped doing the, all the overnight stuff. So my job has been all days. So I've been doing not like seven to three, seven to four, and we don't work Fridays usually. So then it could, now it's like the perfect job. Like I don't have to worry about uh, anything, having to try to wake up after working at night and then trying to wake up early and doing it. Um, then when I started, I, you, they always say like you got to take all your products and stuff, your detailing chemicals and stuff and kind of figure out, you know, what you're doing per application on this, probably like dollar wise, like measuring out. Uh, for me, it was, uh, I tried to find stuff where it was super concentrated. Like I tried to get, try to streamline my chemicals. I stopped buying a bunch of stuff on Amazon all the time and trying this and try, I mean, I still, still buy stuff now, but that was like another big thing hurdle at first was like just figuring out you know, how much am I spending on this month? How much am I spending on this? How much am I getting per car? And then I actually, and just recently cut out like basic washes and stuff because I'm mobile. Like I'm not going to drive to, I I figured out that if I drive to a customer's house and say they're an hour away or two hours, like 40 minutes. You can't just go do a wash? Yeah, (laughs) no, I listen, listen, I had just this year, I had this guy who wanted me to go. Yeah. Yeah. I got furious at this guy. He had four trucks. He had, he was a, it was a lawn care business. He was a nice guy. Like I, I, I polished and coated like some of his trucks and it was fine. But the dude was always haggling me on prices. And I was like, bro, like so much is going to cost. You only need your trucks. Just to wash them. So then one day he calls. 
Well, yeah. So then one day he calls me and goes, bro, can you just uh, come and wash the trucks, you know, once a month do it as, as a thing? And I was like, okay. So I went and go do it one time and the trucks are filthy. He only wants to pay $20 a truck. And I'm like, bro, I'm not driving away out there for hundred, for like 60 bucks. Like it's not worth my time. That's my travel fee. This is where my, yeah. I'm like, you're, you're killing me. So then I started, so I literally cut all that out as far as like my pricing on my website and like, it's got, I got a one starting price uh, on my site and then people call me, oh, what you start at? I tell them, like, I started at this price. Like, I'm not coming out there for any less than that. Like, if you don't, if you have, well, let me just do one thing. Like, I'm going to have to charge you the full amount for this or I'm not coming out. And then I had only had a, a couple of people say something about it. Most people don't really, oh, that, that seems reasonable. And they just let you just go out. How long did it take you to get to that point? That's Mm, the last, let's see, I've been doing this like six, five, six years. I think in the last, last like year or so, like cool. uh beginning of, yeah, it was, it's, I think it took me like about three years, three years of just doing anything and yet, initially. In the earlier years, you have to do anything. I mean, you have to, you yeah. have to, like the dog here, so you have to do all the weird stuff because that's money. Like, yeah. And you learn a lot too. I mean, yeah. Like right now, I, I literally just got my business registered with Utah and I'm about to be doing posters and offering for only 50 bucks for like an interior, uh, because that's all you can do, you know, mm -hmm. when you start, you can't do the, you know, 130, 140, like all the other guys, when you start, you, you gotta start small. Yeah. Then is, yeah. eventually, you know transition into oh yeah yeah well Raise so that's, a, that's a great go. i'm really glad you said that is it dan so dan and yep. i've been talking back and forth for oh, that's cool dan thanks for so, hopping yeah. on yeah so that's interesting that i mean because listen dan i was there yeah yeah DJ no, was I, there. I was there <laughs> i mean yeah. we had a whole series yeah. on you know that 25 dollar detailer yep and, and yeah. the crazy thing is, is we've been that twenty five dollar yeah, detail. You have so, to be that person. Yeah, yeah. It, we totally get it, man. I mean, you got to yeah, start I did, somewhere. I did my, I did my first one for thirty per car with the. I was like, so I set it at fifty, and she's like, that's not my budget. And I was like, I'll do it for thirty if you let me use your cars for marketing. And she's like, awesome. So I got about sixty bucks because she her she talked to her landlord, and the landlord wanted me to do it, and so I got both those cars and then extra for tip. So, I mean, it still worked out, but you know, so it starts somewhere. Yeah. That's awesome, man. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. 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 They, um, what'd you do yeah. for 30 bucks? Like, like an interior cleaning? I did a old like 2007 Honda CRV and she used it because she started in a gardening, gardening um, company. So she used it for plants and everything. So I detailed it. And I use, so I have tons of notes on Wilson, like uh, Luke Wilson's page. Yeah, yeah, Luke's like been on a podcast. We're, I have we like Luke. pages Luke's and pages of notes. So products, how much to use, how much concentrate, how much to dilute it, you know, all that, how to actually detail. That's cool. Um, at least interior. And so I, I got all those products. The only thing I just ordered before I hopped on was my steamer. And I told her, I said, you know, the second truck, you know, I don't have time to do full detail, but I'll come back because I'll bring the stuff that I just ordered, my drill brush, my steamer, you know. So, you know, it's just about, it's also about getting all the equipment. That's a hard thing. Like, I don't have a steady income anymore because today I just got fired from my job that I was giving me steady income. 
So now I'm like, do I get another job or do I just sit and hope that I can get clients? You know, it's just like, that's the things you have to go through, especially today with the pandemic. Man, nicely done, dude. Yeah, dude, thanks for hanging out with us. Like, you're like, I just got fired today. I got like, oh, you're going to come hang out and have a beer with us, man? That's community, man. Thanks so much. That, that's what the community is about. Uh, listen, I, I've been there. And DJ's been there. Uh, Mark has uh, is is on mute, but Mark also was at a point where he was just starting and trying to figure things out right, too. Go. So you know, I'm so glad that you took the time to come on and join us because man, was there's a lot of us that have been where you are. So mm-hmm. it's not that we one of us has the magic answer by any means, right. but just keep talking, keep listening, keep learning. And you'll yeah. find out a lot of great information inside the community. Right. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's definitely um, something I want to do. You know, I've been, um, you know, for weeks, months, probably, I've been watching all the new videos that Luke puts out, and I've been taking notes. Like, I'll sit there with my computer with his video and my phone with my notes, and I'm just sitting there and taking notes and, like, not even paying attention to detail, just paying attention to what he says. And, like, making sure that I get those down properly and going back and like, because that is the thing you have to really focus on. It's like, you know, you got to know the business, but you know, you also have to learn from everybody else. And that's something that I don't think a lot of detailers starting off really take the time to do. They're like, Oh, I know how to do this. You know, you, you just wash the car and it's like, no, you got to know techniques, products. Cause well, if you don't, I don't do know, it, let's ask do. Mark, Mark, uh, uh, Mark, Tell him your story briefly. You know, you started just recently, what, about a year and a half? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I started a year and a half ago. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I started like yeah. a year and a half ago um, in my parents' garage and then um, just slowly built up stuff. I started with Luke Wilson detailing too. Yeah. And, uh, look at this. I got a service here. My mom just brought me a drink. Hey! hey. Wow, all right. Thanks, Mom. Oh, Let's, yeah. Does here. Mom want to come say hi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom yeah. Tell Mom to come say hi. She's got to come say hi. If yeah. Nick, Nick's mom's not here, Nick's mom she, says she's got to fill in for Nick's mom. Hey, hey Mark's mom. <laughs> um, so yeah, no. Blessing to her and my dad for letting me work out of their garage and did that for until this past spring in February. I made the move to go into a shop. And um, like I was saying, though, I started with Wilson Auto Detailing and YouTube, and uh, he's probably one of the biggest things I listened to. It was huge motivation for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got in contact with other people. Uh, but like I said, like Wilson Auto Detailing was like how yeah, I yeah. based my services, yeah. my products and stuff like that. And I just branched out from there. But um, right. yeah, I just moved in today, the last day out of the old shop, got out of the lease early and into a bigger shop. So super exciting super for the winter but, uh we'll see what's going on with it and just excited to be able to grow quickly and from the garage to uh, an actual shop it's been really fun well but mark pause for a moment because i know some of that backstory it's not quickly you held your breath a while even though you were wanting to go you held your breath and you waited patiently while you still built your business so it wasn't quickly you know you you took your time but, yeah. you know, you know, Dan, what are some things that you would want to know from Mark? Because like I'm saying, you got a guy right there that just yeah. 
just started, you know, a year and a half ago in a similar situation. Uh, yeah. What questions do you have for the well, guy? I, I mean, he's right in there with it. It's, it's hard to ask the questions that I want to ask because right now, like my situation, like I'll tell you my backstory real quick because I feel like you kind of need to know that to know where I'm coming from. Um, so, you know, I started two years ago detailing, you know, just my, my car, my parents' car, you know, just doing that. And I started to really like that. I was like, that's awesome. I like the satisfaction of it. I like the process. Just it's super fun for me. And so it was like, I wasn't making any money. I was working for my dad at the time. And, you know, so I wasn't getting paid, but I liked it and I do it all the time. I do it for my friends' cars and everything. And so then college came. I didn't make, I did one year of college. That didn't work. Continued working for my dad, you know, and then kind of just getting more into detailing. Um, and I was just like, I didn't have the ability to make a business because I wasn't, you know, I had other obligations, like I had car payments and stuff. And so then that wasn't working and I was kind of <clears throat> going off a path. So I wasn't, you know, being myself, I was going out and I was staying out and just creating a lot of problems for myself and my parents. And it was becoming noticeable to me. It wasn't who I wanted to be, wasn't what I wanted to do. You know, I, I knew I wanted to go into cars, auto detailing, mechanics, something like that. But I didn't want to go through a traditional route. You know, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So, you know, there, my parents were like, oh, we'll just, you know, we'll get you a college mechanic and stuff. But I was like, I don't want to do mechanics. And I don't know any freaking schools that have schools for auto detail. I have not found one. So if you can find me a detailing school, great. I'll go to it right yeah. away. <laughs> um, but that didn't work. Uh, and, the best school you know, is the school of hard work. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. That, yeah. That yeah. That's your best school. You should invest yeah. that. Uh, and it mini, was just like my minivans. Yeah. Like I mean, but it was like my parents were kind of like on the edge of like, but like they weren't pushing school, but at the same time, education is important to them. Um, but it was mm. like I, I, there's nowhere to do detailing. What am I supposed to do? And it was getting to the point where I was kind of like. You know, I was like, I don't want to work for my dad for the rest of my life. You know, my sister works for him. She's been working for him for 10 years now, but it's like, I want to do my own thing. And so, but I was like, I couldn't get out of, you know, I, I started to have anxiety being at home because I couldn't do what I wanted to do. I felt there wasn't anything for me to do in the world. So all I would do is drive an hour to my old town to hang out with friends and I'd sleep in my car. So I wouldn't have to drive an hour back home. And it was just getting really bad. Hey, I've done that. that. You've done that? I saw you sleeping in your Jeep. Yeah, I'm stuck in my Jeep. Yeah. He's <laughs> still sleeping in his car. I sleep in my fucking truck. Yeah, like, a lot of times. Like, I, is he alive like, in there? Like, man. hey, man. Oh, I'm just taking a nap. I do that all the time. Yeah, and so I do that all the time. But, like, on the back road to my old house, I just sleep on the back road. And so it got to a point where even I noticed how unhealthy I was becoming, you know, and I was just like, all right, this isn't what I want to do because I'm not going anywhere here. I'm not, you know, I have a job, but it's not a job I want, right? Like, it's not where I want to be, you know? And so I was just like, I need a change. And I talked to my, I had a therapist. My therapist was like, well, you know, I know you don't, like, he was like, you could go to wilderness. I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going camping forever. Like, 
I went to Boy Scouts. I am not for camping right now. Um, and um, hold on. So then like, okay, there's this program where you camp for a few days, and then you go to a farmhouse with therapy and stuff. And I was like, cool, go, cool. And I had to, I had to convince my parents to let me go there. And so I convinced them because they were like, you're just going to use that a vacation, and it's going to waste our money. And I was like, no, I want to use it. So then I did that for three months. So I went camping for three months. After that, came back and. They were like, okay, I was like, I don't want to go home from the transition program. And this, mind you, this is, so this is from like the start of 2019. And then in August of 2019, I went from, I bought my own car. So I had to pay my own car payments. And then, you know, in December, I decided to go do this camp thing for three months. So my dad took over the car payment and the insurance and everything. And so I did that for three months in March of this year, I was like finishing the program and I was like, okay, where do I go now? And I was like, I can't go home because that'll put me back right in the same spot. I know it will. And so uh, they were like, there's a, there's programs for you that you can go to called transition programs. They have life coaches, they have men, like life coach mentors, they help you get jobs, like business coaching, all this stuff. So I was like, cool, you know, my parents were up to pay for it. Um, I come from a decently um, well-off family. And so my parents were like, all right, if it's gonna help you move forward, we'll pay for everything as long as you get there and do it. So I, I'm here, I worked for Amazon for, for two weeks and the, the job I just got fired from was at Prime Trucking, detailing trucks hmm. and washing trucks. And And I've been doing that for three months then. And since the person I've trained yelled at me and was telling lies to make her look better, they suspended me. And during that suspension, I was like, you know what? This is the time. This is the time I needed to get going. So during the time I was suspended, that whole entire week, all I did was set up my business. I got online, I did my business. I did my, I'm doing my web page tonight. Like I'm doing all of this stuff. And that's kind of how I got here. All right, man. That's fucking awesome. Well, welcome yeah. to the community. Mark, what yeah. goes through your head? Like, what do you first think of? Like, you, you hear story, and he's literally going, I'm starting right now. Like, yeah, you're I, a year my, and a half in, but you got to put yourself back into that moment. I know your story's different, but when you stepped out and went, okay, I'm, I'm doing it now, what's some of the early things you did, and what's some of the things that motivated you to keep going? I can tell you congratulations for ending up with the people that are here right now, especially yeah. Marty and DJ and being able to find that podcast and them that early. I didn't, I didn't find it for a while. And I can tell you, I went from being in the garage watching like Wilson auto detailing and stuff. And like, that was fine. But like what hit my business from being in the garage to like having a different motivation to go somewhere else was that podcast. I seriously watched, listened to from when I found out about the podcast all the way from when it started. I watched, listened to every single thing, hours and hours and hours while I detailed. And that's probably my, one of the biggest things I'd tell you is listen to their podcast. Um, it, it's it's a college degree and some, and you'll learn so many things. And there's so many other podcasts you can listen to too. Uh, if you need motivation, Gary V. Uh, but it's just, you gotta know, you gotta have the work ethic. You gotta put in the time. Uh, the world owes you nothing. You owe the world everything. Um, he'll say it on the Gary V's podcast is do shit for free. 
uh, get yeah. your name out there. Just do whatever you need to, to know people are there. Uh, push reviews. I've been doing that recently. And if you've yeah. got good reviews, set up a Google My Business page. If you're just starting the Facebook mm -hmm. page, that's what I started with. Just get good reviews. Yeah. Family and friends, offer deals, do what you need to do in order to get that name around. Um, talk with Marty, DJ, listen to their podcast. Like I said, that was a business change. If I had never found that podcast, I wouldn't be here. Um, right. I'd probably still be in the garage or not even doing it at all. But uh, you got to have the work ethic, hustle. Um, I was in high school when I started. I put across. I was on a fire department, and I also had a full-time job after hours of school. So I did it from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock at night on weekdays. And then weekends and i would miss all the high school parties and everything but it's uh it's been fun i i don't recommend not paying yourself but i didn't pay myself for quite a while just so i could reinvest it and um so i'd take what i should have made i'd just put it right back in i'd buy something and make it better a polisher or i'd uh spend some money on some different product i wanted to try or just basically things that would make me quicker faster better and offer better things and be able to charge more and uh, end up in a different location and kind of grow your business that way. That's what I did, but obviously everyone can take a different path. Hey, Mark, what we really want to know is, you know, you missed all those high school parties, but, but how, many of of, how many of the people that went to those high school parties uh, get their mom to come hand them a beer so they can sit on a podcast drinking beer about detailing? Like, fuck I yeah. don't know any of them. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah. like your mom oh, just brought know. you a beer. Like, like, what is this? This is fucking awesome. Nick, man. hey, you got competition, bro. <laughs> yeah, where's Nick? Nick, you got competition, Nick, man. Nick, Nick, Nick. Nick, Mark's mom might Mark. have it going on, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a mom battle. A mom battle. Mom battle. My mama ain't where I am right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> I live in an apartment and my mom lives in Virginia. My family. Nice. So I get that. My my parents aren't here. Dan, That's where the other at? issue that I have is I live in an apartment, so I can't I don't have a garage to start out of. And I'm trying to get my car shipped here at the moment. I was gonna say I do your car. I know DJ can speak from experience, I know Marty can, but I can't there. I tried it, it wasn't my thing and I had somewhere to work out of, so I stuck with that. But yeah. I mean, if you're if you're really determined to, you'd work out your car. I'm doing mobile too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would work out of my car if I needed bro. to. Um, I mean, I I mean, it's a brand new car, so I don't want to get it messy. But it's like a 2019 Toyota Rav4. It's gonna so it's it. a nice car. It's an adventure model, and so, but it's just, it's a really small interior. So putting my steamer, my vacuum, because I couldn't get I couldn't get the freaking four or five gallon with the six horsepower i had to get a nine gallon with a 4.5 oh, okay so I'm it's gonna... a bigger vacuum and a giant steamer and all my equipment is going to be fun but i live in an apartment so i don't have a garage to take that stuff out of and go and hang out with friends you know right. i can get into my my apartment where other people live yeah, in the I, I did that all I did, the time. I did the I mean, same thing. Fucking, yeah. I, I, I went did, on I, dates I, I had, with uh, my shit sitting in there. I, I went yeah, to go yeah, meet yeah. buddies I with. I, I mean, second story I didn't apartment give a fuck. complex. Yeah. yeah, I carried that shit yeah. when it froze. Oh, so you carried? So, so I didn't carry. So I left I, the shit out there. No, no. So I had living. Well, I got up at six in the morning and went detail cars though. You probably got up at what, like ten o'clock, eleven, <laughs> and it like the sun came out. Your products had defrosted by now. Me, I'm like, you know, get off late, get up early, go in. It's still cold. The products are frozen. So I'd carry yeah, my stairs. 
in the apartment, set them down so they didn't freeze. I'm pretty sure I've said multiple times that I stayed (laughs) out to like 2 o'clock in the morning power washing Sonics, (laughs) banks, and restaurants. Oh, okay. I'm just giving you shit. But then I would park my trailer in a garage because at the apartment complex, I paid extra for the garage. Oh. I had to walk upstairs. You backed into a garage. How are you with the trailer? <laughs> Pretty amazing. Are you really? Well, I was. You know how often I, every time I had to back into these corners at an apartment complex, just think apartment complex. No offense, but I, I just, that's why I'm asking like apartment complex for years. Barking in a garage. Literally on each side of the tire, you had about three to four inches. Yeah, yeah. That's it. For years. How big of a trailer? Oh, bro. I went super cheap. Yeah, you should listen. When did you talk about that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, my story. Two two podcasts ago, (laughs) right? My story. It was so funny. (laughs) Bro, you want to talk about cheap. But but I did everything I could to do what I could out of it. Yeah. Uh, We got. Which one was that? That was about. So someone had a. uh, I don't remember. Yeah, we'll figure that out. But, I mean, it was a single-axle trailer. I spent $4,000 for the power washer, the tank, the setup, the trailer, like, everything. I wouldn't recommend a trailer. I'd recommend using some type of van or a little... Yeah. Okay, so I was thinking, I was like, I need to put a hitch and just get a trailer because then, you know, it's just easier you know, but it's like, cause I don't have much space in my thing and I want to be able to do exterior, but I can't fit a Sunjo electric thing and a uh, generator. I detailed out of a CX-5 for like, till last year. Oh, you can make any. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to go ahead and say this, Dan, I think your first, like, let's just go first tip. As, as a detailer, would be to learn how to take what you have and not look at what you can't do. And make it work. Yeah. But look at what you can do, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so Mark's story, he would looked at what he could do, right? Like, mm-hmm. he didn't have a this, this, and this, so he went, okay, okay. I got I this, do. this, and this. Derek is the same way. He goes, hey, I, got, I can't do this, this, and this, but I can do this. I mean, we're each yeah. that way. So I would say, first of all, my number one thing to you, First off the bat, would go. I I like it that you're taking an analyzing. That's mm-hmm. good, right? Yes. You should analyze. Yes. I would just flip your lens though, and not analyze from a negative lens, and analyze from a positive lens, and yeah. go, okay, here's what I have, and then don't go, well, I can't do this. Go, here's yeah. what I have. I can what do I can this, do. this, and this. Because no matter what stage you're in, you can go, Derek, Mark, Nick, Brandon, DJ, myself. Yeah. Every stage of your business growth, you're always going to need to look at what you can do in a heavier weight than what you can't do. You Mm -hmm. should look at what you can't do, and you should go, okay, don't do that, or don't do as much. But always look at what you can do and push forward with that, because that overall ends up being what your brand, who you are as a person, who you are as a company, who you are as a detailer, will solidify himself, solidify yourself as on what you can do. Mm-hmm. So your success yeah. will ultimately depend on what you can do and not what you can't. Right. So the first thing I would do for you is stop looking at what you can't do and just focus right. on what you can. Right. Um, 
you're right. You're totally right. Um, I just, I'm always, I think it's something I don't notice is how negative I can be. Um, I overanalyze everything, you know, I, that's just kind of who I am. I over, I overanalyze and I think yeah. for the future, but I think negatively for the future and I need to start more positively. Totally get it. Yeah. That's why we try to put out motivation, right? It yeah. takes a lot of motivation, even in that simplest thought of what you've just been saying, the motivation to switch from negative to positive yeah. will dramatically impact your business, right? Yeah. But it's such a hard little thing to do, but it, it's so small, right? It's so small to just switch it, but it's extremely difficult to do because yeah. it doesn't matter, right, Mark? There's times that you've messaged me with hard times or questions about what to do about this or that. Oh, yeah. Eric has, DJ has. We, we, we all go through stuff. It's yeah. not about going through stuff. It's about what your mindset is going through it. And right now on the podcast, it's why we're so heavily talking about motivation. Yeah. I started I mean, not too different than you. DJ started not too different than you, right? Not right. too different than a lot of people. We, we're just in a different situation at being 42, Ooh, at yeah. being 30, okay. right? At being different <laughs> ages. <laughs> We're in 40 is not in the same sentence, but, uh, <laughs> same mindset of saying, okay, I like cleaning a car, right? This is what I, I think where me and Derek vibe so much. Like that's, I just enjoyed the cleaning. I just enjoyed cleaning cars. I love it. I, I don't know why. Like, so when All the right. guy told me and I'm sitting there with my buddy that I'm, I'm complaining about my job and I'm, I'm just not happy. And I'm, we're just having dinner, and he goes, hey, listen, I've seen some guys clean cars uh, down at the IGA, which is a grocery store. And I go, I've got an Azuzi Rodeo. I, I like cleaning it. Like, for some reason, I enjoyed the process of cleaning my car. Now, don't ask me how often that happened, but when it did happen, I enjoyed it. And I went, every minute. I went, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. So the, the next day I went out and got some stuff put together and got a, equipment. And weeks later, I quit my job and just like, so yeah. it's going to take a switch in your mindset of not thinking of what you can't do. Because that's, right. I'm just telling you, it's going to limit you. You've got to yeah. think about what you can do. Right. Uh, you're right. Um, and like, I feel like the thing is like, I need to re like, I've started to realize like I am in a very special situation more than others when it comes to this. Like I am extremely fortunate to be able to not have an apartment thing to have a budget that's paid go. for me for groceries. Like there I don't have go. to worry about any of those things. Like that is the good thing. The most I have to worry about right now is my garage payment of $50 a month. You know, and it, my insurance on the motorcycle that I'm trying to sell. Dude, All right, so now dude. you're talking back to Mark's corner, Bro, right? That's like straight back to Mark's corner where month. he goes, "Okay, oh my I'm gonna yeah. use my parents' like, garage." Yeah, yeah. Fifty bucks a month, like that is the biggest advantage you have right oh now ever. Jesus, like I said, Der Bro. yeah, Derek, yes, like Bro. fifty bucks a month. Hold on. Nicely done. <laughs> Great job. I might have three zeros on yeah. the end of it every hey, month. Advantage of that. I would be like, oh my god! But I mean, Dude. I have my thirty-four dollar a month 
motorcycle insurance, oh, but that's no. dropping okay, and selling my motorcycle. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but here's this. Here's this. I also, you know, the also advantage is I just worked in the trucking industry, washing trucks, detailing them, and it's, it's expensive. You know. I have the upper hand in that, and I can use that to my advantage. If I'm able to get a bunch of parking spots that are 60 feet worth of parking spots, I can have a semi come in there, wash the you interior. You learn how to polish metal, man. You need to wash your, learn how to polish metal, man. I did interior detailing. Man, I, know that Prime, I know that Prime charges hundreds of dollars for a few hours of detailing. If I can, I have a CB radio that I got for free because the driver left it. And after a certain period, you can take that stuff if they don't come pick it up. Fuck so yeah, take CB it. CB radio. Like I got a gangster a, that shit. antenna. Hop on there and go, hey, stop going exactly. to Prime. Come to me, set up around the corner. Yes. Let's get you, what do you need? Exactly. You need waterless? <laughs> can you do it waterlessly? Absolutely. I can do interior. That's the big thing. Because yeah. they can just take the wash in and it's 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. Okay, but so you can do the interior. So you got your steamer. You got your steamer. Yeah. Okay. I just gotta get, what else know, do you need? Just like, I need to get the parking spots. I need to be able to go to Smith and be like, hey, can I rent out? This much parking spot on these Why? days for this long? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm and saying a, don't do it there at the apartment complex. There are people bringing in trucks. Fuck, uh, I don't know. Where do you live? Truck. Go find random shit places that nobody's at. You like you've gotta be able to find somewhere. Go or, to where or, their or, main or, hub oh, is. Hold oh, on, oh. no, no, let me finish. Go to where their main hub is and then take a circle around a mile. Circle around two miles. Circle around three miles. Oh, like it's ten an miles. Complex area. I know, okay, hold Perfect. on, hold on. Perfect. Yeah. So there's no just take, No on. worries. Just take a circle, right? Yeah. And as you take a circle, go. Could I fit a semi there? Could I fit a semi there? And yeah. then if you find a place that you could fit a semi there, or whatever it is that you're needing to clean, then figure out how do I make that happen? Do I go talk right. to so and so? Do I just start doing it here? And post a drop point and get on a semi and go, I'm at such and such coordinates. Meet me here and I'll detail your semi for X amount of dollars. Right? right. You could literally just do that and find a place and work out of it for a week, two weeks, three weeks until somebody goes, hey, what are you doing here? And you go, oh, sorry. And then you take another lap and you go, okay, I could probably do it there. Cool. Hey, guys, I'm at such and such. You could literally be the... Uh, bandit. Who was that? Uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, Smokey. You Smokey can be fucking Smokey and the Bandit for detailing band, semis bandit. and just tell the people where you're gonna detailer. be somewhere around the the complex, and they can stop in to get it done half the price. Maybe you start at seventy five percent off, and then you go to half. I mean, you, I can figure out the price. You can yeah. figure out the price, right? Because you've got the hey. I'm Dan. I used to clean your semis at Amazon. Meet me here. And you just keep putting it out over and over and over and over and over and yeah. over and over. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't Amazon. Prime's a different trucking company. No worries. Yeah. I thought yeah, you I said that. No worries. But you get the I point, I worked for right? Amazon, and then I worked for the trucking prep company. To take it a step further, what you could do is also is, so back when I was uh, mobile, but I didn't, ha I didn't have a shop. I didn't mm -hmm. want to go to my garage. I wanted somewhere else. So what I did is I found a, uh, the people that wrapped my truck. I said, hey, you've got a massive facility here. How much would you charge me every time I came and detailed a car here? 
40 bucks. So now I have a relationship with a company at all times. So you can go find a company that has the ability to the space that you need to do what you need to do, but now you're building a relationship and also making money at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and that helps tremendously in, in the early years too, is building yeah. relationships. So when you do that circle, yes. like Marty's talking about, knock on yeah, everyone's door cause... and say, hey, here's what I'm doing. Here's my situation. Yes. Here's what I'm trying to do. How much would you charge? Or can I detail one of your vehicles for free every time I'm here? Or yeah. once a month or this and that. And yeah. then you do their car for free. Well, what happens next? Yeah. You get everyone else's car in the complex too. So yeah. industrial yeah. complex is perfect, you, dude. And the, the perfect thing about semis is that every truck that Prime gives them, gives them an APU, which is an auxiliary power system. And that comes with a inverter in it. So I don't have to worry about power there because they comes with power plugs. And you got a, you got a, a CB, bro. Yeah, well, I, I just got to set it up. I don't have a battery to set it up to. Hey, you don't have one yet. Yet. There you yet. go. You'll get one. Go yeah, get, get one. one hop on the CB. Before you hop on the CB, Go start doing some laps. Figure out where you want to go. Knock on doors. Knock on doors. Yep. Vista print. Get a business card made on Vista print. I wouldn't even say that yet. It's super cheap. Hold on. I don't don't even think he has to do that yet. All right. Literally go find some places, whether it's like DJ says, go to a place and say, how can I do it here? Go find an empty place where you could just set up and say, meet me here. Either way, go find some places to do it. The reason why I say don't do the business card yet you have a CB that all these other truck drivers are on. Yeah. You're not gonna need. You're not. You're, you're, I, you're not gonna need a business okay, card. You, miss, you, 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 you just you, need to. You're like, missing what I'm saying. As I, I'm trying to get him to also try to get relationships built with other companies too. So get a business card. So when they say no, sorry, well let me have your card. I don't have one yet. That's kind of tax. So for twenty bucks on yeah. Vistaprint or whatever. Get a yeah, business get card cards. made so that you can leave it with the company that you talk to so that maybe they'll call you in the future. That's what I'm or saying. Or the truckers. Right. Even the truckers, because the truckers goes into those bays. To his point, they they'll have your information, but to my point, yeah. I'm trying to get you to get future business and relationships built in the beginning of your business, too. Right. Yeah. The, the only um, thing I have to figure out is transportation, because I'm trying to get my car shipped. And I need to figure that out because my dad wants Wait, to pay Mark, for it. Mark, you got dinner too? Hold on. Why did you get Oh, I got cherry it, pie and ice cream. I had salad for dinner. Yeah, cherry pie, ice cream, and another beer. No, it's not a beer. It's not a beer. <laughs> pie moonshine warmed up. Nice. I Mark, brewed Mark's, it about. Mark's bye just, bad, man. Mark's just bye living bad. the life now. Bye living bad. over here. Jeez. Salad and. Dinner. I'm gonna go get another beer. I have a salad, my kid. Dan, when are you getting your car? When's your car getting shipped up here? Up to uh, to you. I have no clue. Luckily, it's the down season, so it's only about. But I have to talk to my dad because he was like, "I'll pay for it if you give me the price." So I don't know how quickly because he's like, "Don't over, like uh." Dan, you got it made. If you got it, what's in you to do it? You got it made. Yeah, you'll figure it out. That's what I'm saying. At the moment, I could probably get it to the point where I could pay for myself, but I would have zero dollars, like zero. So? So go go do a detail. Go do it. <laughs> go make some money. Hey, Dan, my mm-hmm. advice to you, so I started with, I think, like $50 in products. 
and I started at home. So I had zero cost for anything. I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't have any monthly payments. Um, go get a shit job. I worked at Jimmy John's. I made nine yeah. bucks an hour. That was my full-time job, and I did detailing part-time until I could afford to do it full-time. Once you until and you know you can have enough jobs every day, you don't want to have a, a day you don't have jobs because that could be a day you can be making money to reinvest back in the business. You go work one shift at a, at a minimum wage job, you got another hundred bucks or whatever to put back in. You do another shift. So if, you, if you're investing the right money, I listen to the, the podcast. I'm not. I think I don't think DJ was on the one with the Nicholas Vegas rides, but it's still the same thing as they talk good. about people starting out <laughs> and they give a good number of how much money you should have. Uh, okay. I didn't follow that yeah. rule, but that's something you should follow if you want to be able to invest the money you want to do and everything. But yeah. it's, it's important to have the drive. If you, if, I mean, yeah. with no payments a month, man, it's it's you're living life. I went from zero with my detailing business, and I'm at over two thousand dollars. I have to afford a month and make a month to put towards it. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot when you put on nothing, but it's once you get to the volume and everything and. The yeah. right job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, I was actually talking to that with my life coach today because I came home and I was like, I just got fired and they gave me a check. I can't cash till Friday. You know, what do I do? <laughs> um, <laughs> Welcome to life. Welcome to life. So I talked to it and he's like, well, take the money out of the savings, the thousand dollars that you have saved, take the 270 out of there and then invest it what you need. So I put. The, I spent $233 on a new steamer and extra shipping to get it here extra soon by Friday. And then whatever was left, I put towards the credit card that I spent to buy the registration for my business and stuff that I needed to pay back. And I was like, okay, well, I still need an income. And he said, well, guess what? The de- there's a detail company in Sugar House that needs workers. How about you go work there? So tomorrow I'm going to go try and apply because I feel like that'll also be really good because I am a person that never, besides my dad's work, because but the only reason I did my dad's work is because I grew up with everybody I worked with from a kid. My da- like I grew up with the people who worked there, so I was okay with it. Um, and, but it's like, I don't do jobs I don't like, you know? I did Amazon and I didn't like it because I wasn't doing something I liked, so I quit and I found Prime. So detailing is going to be perfect because I think it'll also help me because I don't know anything exterior. So, you know, that detailing company will teach me exterior. I already know interior and it pays money. So I think that's definitely the route I'm going to go. I think you're totally right on that. So, um, yeah. Another thing I can say, I mean, it's not the right thing to do, but don't be 100% legit right away. It costs a lot of money to be 100% legit. And yeah. you'll find yourself mm-hmm. owing money while you're legit. I wasn't legit till this past spring when I was getting a location. I went to LLC. I was a DBA. Uh, it was cool. 25 bucks at the county county office, and I was me doing business as, and I didn't have to pay like barely any taxes. If you're a um, tax person, but we're a little late for that. <laughs> oh, you already I made know. an LLC. It starts tomorrow. So what? Hey, what domain did you go with? Um, Salt Lake City Auto Detailing. Awesome. Or SLC Auto Detailing. Cool. So, I'm glad we found that. that. 99 cents, bro. You can't beat that. Yeah. And I, I did that. And I was like, awesome. I mean, that saves me money. Hell yeah, dude. GoDaddy's great, man. You can find anything on there. I was surprised I it was available out, for you. you know, thing. What's that? 
I said I need to figure out the email right now. I only no, have. I got, I got you covered. Just, just, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, I got you covered. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I can, I don't know. You can help me with that. Yeah. I just right now I have a Gmail for setting up the. Business yeah, you asked side. me if you should have a Gmail account, email, or a. But when you buy your domain, it'll come with a, it'll come with an email too. So it'll be. Yeah. Dan at I've SLC. been figuring that out. I don't know how to get the like how to get that email account set up. So if you call GoDaddy, they're really good at helping you walk through everything too. So really, okay. yeah, for I'll sure. definitely do that tomorrow. Yeah, give them a call then. tomorrow. They'll they'll walk you through it all and they'll set it up. It's it's dope. So you look legit. Yeah. You got your own email with your domain on the end of it. It's cool. I just need my logo now, which my funny enough, my life coach is a graphic designer. Well, lucky you. Sure. I was gonna good say job. go cheap and go Fiverr because that's that's a cheap easy way to get one quick. Yeah, but if I can do it free and I, well, yeah, the dude still gets yeah. paid from his work. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Mark, how was like, it? Work for malls and stuff. Oh, it was delicious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. I'm hungry again. But yeah, so it's a, it's a little late for me not to go LLC. Um. <laughs> So that's the way yeah. to go. But I'm a sole proprietor LLC technically, so I don't have all the taxes that they would normally charge for a multi-member. Yeah, which is yeah. So I still, I mean, I still need to make money to pay taxes, but now I can get tax returns on all that stuff because I can write off all the stuff. I can write off the registration. I can, you know. So I mean, there's pros to doing it because you can write it off and get a tax return on it, but. At the same time, you still have more taxes. But you're paying more taxes. You got to Yeah. The slippery slope that most people don't understand is I'm going to go buy this because I can write it off. But you're, you're still paying for it. You're just, oh, yeah. You're still paying for it. You're just hoping you get money back for it. Yeah. So don't go buy things thinking you can get the money back in tax returns and stuff. But, oh, yeah. You still spend the money doing that. Yeah. No. Get a good tax person. Yeah. They'll tell you. They'll, if you need to, if they, you need to spend money, towards tax season to save on taxes and whatnot, they'll let you know. They'll say, go buy a truck or something and yeah. do get somebody to do it. It's just not worth the hassle. All the yeah. legal stuff for me, I'd take out payroll and stuff. It all goes out. I just, it's not worth messing up an IRS coming after you and you go, oh, you just hired someone? Yeah, so CPAs, you just look up, there's millions mm -hmm. of them near you. So just find a CPA, call them, ask them if they're willing to they're bringing on people and you know that you'll go over with it and th they can do all the llc stuff for you but since you already did then it's perfect but um they'll go over all the paperwork for you just track your income save every single receipt can you do if you're doing mobile track your mileage uh, they have apps for it but if you want to do free just write down your mileage where you go if you run to the store to buy something right. if you go if you go to mcdonald's or somewhere to sit down and eat save that receipt and usually i don't know how strict e each person is mine's not but write down what you did um you can get by and say you talked about business with somebody if you didn't uh and write it off so yeah. there's a lot of ways to maneuver on the system but you gotta get a good cpa and they'll help you out yeah i got super confused doing all of it i had to call a few people like my dad who runs his business mm -hmm. and he you know because he was like i just hired my my assistant does a lot what are you talking about and he knew a few of it i was so confused because i was like like it's asking me about the C corporation or this S corporation. What do I do here? Like I looked up S corporation and I was like, you have to have board members. And I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I don't have money to hire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that's how my dad is. He has his own business too. So uh, I went to him. I was like, what do I do for taxes? He's like, I don't know. I have a guy to do it. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> So he, yeah. some things isn't worth it. 
Yeah. I mean, most every, I don't know a single business owner that does their own taxes. It's just, it's crazy yeah, like, amount of work. If anything, I'm going to hire TurboTax. Like, I'm not doing my own taxes. I've never learned how to do my own taxes. I don't have the time. Yeah, I agree. Awesome. Well, anything else, Mark? What's cracking? Anything? No, I saw your text. I haven't been able to respond. I've been busy. I think I worked from <laughs> uh, two Thursdays ago to this Thursday. I think it was 140 hours for one week of work between the fire department and the detailing. So it's been nuts. Non-stop. 140 hours? So what do you put in a week? 70? One. No, that was one week. Woo! Alexa. Well, I mean, how many <laughs> hours are in a seven-day week? 168 hours in a week, and you worked 140? Wow, bro. Jeez. Some of that's at the fire station sleeping, <laughs> but... That's work, bro. Uh, that's work. That's work, yeah. That's my friend work. DMT. Yeah. He texted I, me. He's like, well, how's work last night? I was like, oh, I slept the whole time. It's, it's work. Still Nicely work, Nicely done. Yeah. Nicely not. done. 140 out of 100, 168, go. man. That's... You, you, I, I thought I had a work ethic. Nicely done, man. I have never I came worked. Home tonight at, yeah. I've never worked that I much. I came home at 7 o'clock, and my mom was in the driveway. And she looked at me, and she goes, are you lost? I was like, <laughs> no. I've never seen you here this early before. And I was like, I haven't either. <laughs> so she was happy to see me. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, how many hours of work do you eat? Wow. How many? <laughs> how many beers have you deeped? How many that beers have you drank? Yeah. What did well, he yeah, say? I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> are you still at work, Nick? Are you, are you still there? Yeah, yeah. Woo! So I'm leaving now. Today's the last day of the quarter. We just finished a record number here in Nashville. I'm not allowed to say it because I'm not allowed to release metrics. But last week I broke a personal record and clocked on site 80.6 hours that was a fun one nicely done man that was a fun one Whew. so keep so up I, your ass i'm tired but, I, I heard canada just bought a bunch of the uh, electronic trucks that's cool that's cool oh yeah i did see that sure oh. i i I don't like it because it went to Austin instead of Tulsa, but you know, it yeah, is what bad. it is. <laughs> yeah, they were saying it's gonna come to Nashville, and I was like, "Ooh, sweet! I'm gonna get rich. There'll be a lead shift, like a shift lead over there or something." But nah, it went to Austin, so not here. Yeah, it didn't come. You can here still either. apply, bro. Yeah, it can still move out there. Here we go. That sounded a home of. And Mark posted the photos of the office. I finished it up, except for my office today. So I, That's I cool. So up. where are you at now? What's the background with the... His mom's basement. Oh, yeah. We moved out of the house. They sold the house. They want to downsize. So we're in a condo right now. I'm just we're in, a, we're in a condo. I'm never home, so it's fine. I just sleep. But we're just in a condo. All the boxes and shit are still there. Um, so we're just, we're just chilling. I'm chilling with them until whenever I want to get out of here. I'm just saving up money, man. Living. <laughs> so why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, totally agree. 
Yeah, before this whole detailing thing, working for the trucking company, nice it was like, you know, like before I even had the idea, I was like, I'm detailing now. Next year, I tw turn 21 and I can get a CDL. Three years of doing truck lease and I can make over $200,000, $300,000. Easy. So I can just buy a house then. That's my goal because I don't want to rent an apartment forever. I want to get money to buy a house. So, or at least have enough money to mortgage. That's that's my goal too. And my plan is to, uh, to take out stock money. When I got hired, I got a, a pretty large stock grant and that blew up to a pretty decent amount, almost close to a hundred grand at this point. And the plan is just Whoa. to use that as a fat, fat down payment on a house. And while Nashville houses are by no means cheap, I can go 15, 20 miles south and get 1,500 square foot house for, I don't know, 230,000. So that's the plan. Yeah, I know. Put like half a house down. Plus getting raises and getting. Go an hour more. out. Yeah. Yeah, you go an hour out of Salt Lake City, you can get a house for 200,000. It's a ghost. For Holy like a shit, farmhouse guys. with. Guys, guys, hey, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. This is a moment. This is a big moment right now. This is a actually. moment. This is a really big moment. A big moment. Will you open the door hold for on. him though, please? <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh wow. In <laughs> the flesh. The <laughs> in the flesh. Let me grab you a beer, Paul. Bring it on in. Look at this guy. Hey, how are you guys doing? It's been a while. You gotta, you gotta come. It's, it's now video, Paul. Oh, it's video. Okay. Now it's video. Hey, how's everyone doing? Hey Paul. Hey Paul. Hey, Paul. <laughs> Who's Paul? I know, right? I Who's ask myself. <laughs> I ask myself that yeah, every morning. Who the hell? <laughs> uh, so, if if those of you that listened to the podcast before, yeah, there was a guy that would hop in every once in a while, and he's our neighbor, and it's Paul. Hi, Paul. Hey, how you so, guys doing? So what now are... this is Paul's first time to actually come in while we're doing video. It is. I, you know, Surprise. I saw, I saw you guys here, and I thought, you know, that looks exciting. I've yeah. got, to, I've got so, to jump in there. So, Paul, what's happened now is there's a, a post-podcast pub. It's the community pub. Where, community. Uh, yeah. Yeah, community. I love it. And uh, we hop in, we, we drink beer, and we talk about detailing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Or Gatorade in my case. Oh, Dan. Is that vodka Gatorade? Or, uh, no. <laughs> I'm in a program that doesn't allow alcohol in the apartments, and I'm only 20, by the way. I understand. No no worries, man. Drink the Gatorade then. <laughs> no, Definitely. Yeah. Definitely drink the Just Gatorade. Drinking cider. Don't worry, I'm a few hours away from Vegas, so you know that's what's happening for my 21st. Oh. Do it. Uh -oh. That's not going to be pretty. I'm just no. going to tell you right now, day two is not going to be pretty no. for you. That's not going to be pretty, man. Day I mean, I two. Don't, I'm not a big alcohol drinker in terms. I just want to go for the casino because I'm more of a gambler than a drinker. Then day two is still not going to be pretty. <laughs> like, damn, day two, man. Either way. Yeah, day two is going to suck. Either way. I need a third job now. <laughs> Definitely. That. Definitely. All right, I'm going to hop off already. Yeah, some emails out yeah, and stuff. So I'll text you a time for Tuesday. Sounds good. Mark, thanks yeah. for hopping on, man. See you, Mark. 
Bye. Nick, so what are you doing? You headed home? I am driving home right now, man. Yeah. Uh, I gotta find something to eat, so I don't know. We might start cooking with Nick tonight. I don't know. We'll see what mama's got <laughs> going on when I walk in. Uh, how is that? Are you you driving? Nick. Is that? Yeah. What What are you driving there? I'm driving my mini. Nice. I'm I'm very impressed, Nick. I'm very impressed. I uh, I, man, I, I wanted to tie off the uh. The, the story about you know the Rav Four not having enough space. I detail out of the mini. I can fit my entire fleet of chemicals, an air compressor, a vacuum, three boxes of rags in the back of this thing. I don't know how, but I do it frequently. Granted, I use the front seat and I use the front bit to hold the compressor and the pressure washer. But um, I took the rear seats out and I built a custom load floor for the trunk to add more space. And in doing so, like, tripled my trunk volume. So now everything that's not the driver's seat is cargo space. Hmm. See, all I'm visualizing are clowns coming out of a little bitty car. <laughs> no, this is a lot of equipment. <laughs> no, equipment, Paul. A lot of equipment, Paul. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, no. I mean, equipment. I yeah. mean, you know. Nice. Big nine clowns rolling out. Oh. Dude, hey, Paul, I don't know how I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Paul, sorry. so we're, we're in the middle of discussion of motivation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, motivation, motivation comes in many forms. Oh, it does. It does. That falls in line with our views tonight. <laughs> yes. Either a carrot or a stick. <laughs> what has over the years motivated you to keep going? You mean living? <laughs> or with, with whatever you deal with. <laughs> Whatever's going forward. Whatever do you deal with, what is it, what is it that helps you to keep going? My lovely ex-wives, all of them. <laughs> I know that one. I know that one. There's something inside of me that goes, you motherfucker, I'm going to do it just to fucking piss on you, right? There's part of you that says that. Not that you actually would do it. It's just there's part of you inside of you that goes, you left. Cool. Right, I'm gonna no, fucking do it. No, no, not right. So you know, anymore, you, you know, I get, I get along with my ex-wives oh, because, you know, why wouldn't you? I don't want to be miserable, right? So I'm not gonna hold that grudge. I'm just gonna. No, you know. no, I'm not gonna hold a grudge. Right. But a motivation might be just to spite. Hey, success is the best revenge, right? There you go. Absolutely. There you go. But that's not really the reason. I mean, it's just because they took all my money. <laughs> Well, which would be revenge. Which would be revenge. Yeah. So what do you mean it wouldn't be it? That's <laughs> well, it, maybe, right? That is it. I like the way you talk. <laughs> Let's call them up now. <laughs> no. Let's not. <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> yeah. Let's call them up. Paul, is that a flip phone? This is, this is, is that a, a flip phone, Paul? This is what is car, this? This is a carpet store phone. This what? is not my phone. Oh, okay. My okay. Is okay. an iPhone. Okay. It's an iPhone. Four. Oh, you're working right now. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, well, I mean, I just have to. You know. We're selling the hell out of tile, by the way. I bet. So, anyway, guys, yeah, motivation comes in a lot of forms. I think that, uh, you know, just having pride in what you do is motivating enough to, to make you want to get out there and do it. Right? I definitely agree with that. 100%, man. So That's what we've you're got, talking about. We've got a guy here that has just literally started today. The guy, the 20-year-old? My LLT yeah. starts tomorrow. You do what? 
No, my no. LLC, my company. Oh, yeah, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. Starts tomorrow. Oh, wow. All right. So, cool. do you remember when you first got into business? I do, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, I'm a, I'm a really big believer that, like, motivation, you know, and getting through, you know, the tough times or really just anything at all, it's got to come with it. Uh, it's got to come with within you. If you don't have something that, you know, keeps you know that fire going inside you and you're gonna have a tough time but that fire inside you is, is what's gonna define a lot of your success you know and a lot of your drive into what you're doing it's gonna it's gonna give you a, a good strong moral compass onto what's right what's wrong and th that fire you can not only learn from but listen to as well yeah it's gonna and, drive you through a lot and be successful because i mean you know the moral companies out here the ones that do what's right they do what they yeah. know they should. I mean, they're the ones that are successful. Yeah. The ones that cut corners, the ones that, you know, don't do what they say they're going to do. I mean, they're the ones that fall by the wayside. They may come in with big advertising budgets for a while, but, you know, they can't sustain. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. But, so I, I want to say this, like, because we did the, uh, we, we, we've looked at this moment from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And literally, at Dan, at his age, and then we've each been there, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So how did you create your LLC? Did you do it online or did you go to an attorney? Yeah, I did it online all by myself. Mm -hmm. I had to call my dad a few times, but I did it. I finished it tonight right. and got it completed. I got, like, the federal employee number and everything. I just need to do the DBA. Do you trademark the name? Um, That's a bit much for a detailer. Yeah, okay. So, I'm not yet. So he's, he's buying the domain. I also though. need to get a DBA. Buying the domain. Only the, only the domain. Is, and I also, is, is you guys know, do I need a seller's permit? Are you not selling? Well, that's that might be. Yeah, I mean, that might be state. Check your state, but I don't. Check your state, but you yeah, need sales it depends. tax. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Check your state, but probably yeah. not. I can't find anything on it. You should. <laughs> what, what state? state? Yeah. Utah. Utah. Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys charge uh, sales tax on services? Ooh, I know it said when I did it, it was like, we aren't going to trade you something and sales tax. Well, you can always, Dan, the one thing you can always do is go to SOS or something like that. SOS. Right? Your, secretary, your secretary of state for SOS.gov. Yeah. And then, then it'll be in your state. You can actually call them. Yeah. Or maybe now with maybe their changes or maybe now they've got some virtual, automated system yeah. or something right. virtual. You can always, they, virtual they're, they're not set there to, to tell you no, right? right. You got to think of them as they're going to help you through the process. Mm -hmm. And if you call in saying, hi, I'm, I'm young. I'm, I'm trying to learn. I, I'm, I just need some help. And tell them you want to do it the right way. Say, and you, I'm calling you because you I, yeah, I yeah. want to do this the right yeah, way. Yeah. I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to mess up. So they're going to be more helpful. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, being gracious gets a whole lot more help from the state state agents. Exactly. Than, uh, exactly. They're not they're not set up to make you fail. They're set up to help you succeed. You'll right. you'll mm -hmm. help pay in more taxes if you grow. So exactly. They they want <laughs> yeah. you to grow. They're so, for you. Yeah. So just but take it in the right way and listen. Any question you have, you can always go to them on what process do I need to do the right way. Right. So, right. Right. It's good to know. I didn't know. I was going to just call like the state. I think the, the one I called was the state tax something commissioner or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. That's secretary of so, state. I mean, mm -hmm. like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I called. Cause I had a problem with the registration. Right. But, well, mm -hmm. cool. So, so on services that you've bought 
in the past, like maybe you pay someone to clean your house or, you know, someone to detail your car, did you have to pay tax on that? Um, probably, yeah. I mean, but that was in Virginia. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I'm from. But, but most likely not, right? So most states are, if you perform a service, it's not a tax. But if there's a product that you buy, uh-huh. And then you sell to your customer, then that's an exchange of product and not a service. And if it's a product exchange, they're going to charge you a tax. So then you would have to get your state sales tax permit. And provide it to your vendor so you don't pay sales tax when you buy it from them, right? That's what I was seeing online is that's the, the reason you buy it is so that you can buy wholesale without the tax. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. It depends. No, no. Stop, stop, stop. I just read something. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Let us just tell you don't do that. Okay. You're a service. And just perform a service. Look at Paul stepping in. Nicely done, Paul. That's community right there. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say I don't until someone tells me I do. Yeah, so don't worry Believe about that. Believe it or not, Dan, I, I, better, I bet a few tax. guys tell me that, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. just do it until they tell you you can't. Yeah. But just be careful. But you though, guys were you telling know. me earlier, park the truck where you, you want to park it, and when someone tells you you can't, move. Try to ask. Exactly, man. No, don't ask. I, had to, I, try, I mean, yeah, for the relationship, you try to ask. Well, someone's yeah, you try. Yeah. Okay, okay. When you just start now. Let me explain. We just start now. Thank you. Can I just use your... Facility. Well, I hear Thank what you. Marty's saying. Though. Thank you, Dan. I get it. Dan, I know what he's saying too. No, I get Derek, it. Then, I do. What, Dan, I I sometimes <laughs> talk. I I many times I many times am talking, and then in my mind I'm visualizing, but then I'm not actually saying what I'm visualizing. In a sense, when I said take the circle and look around, I'm literally thinking of, I took circles around places that I wanted to do business. And I found a place with a tree. Mm-hmm. I, I found a side street that I could pull up on that gave me some type of shade for the hours in the afternoon. And then I could go tell people I'm going to be here and I'm going to clean your car. So that's what I meant. So I apologize. I didn't fully explain what I meant. And the way he thinks is different than the way I think. So... The what he's saying, absolutely 100% true. If you're going to go into a business-to-business relationship, yes, walk up with a business card and go meet the people and exchange business information. I was literally meaning gangster fucking find a side street that you could say, (laughs) here's the coordinates. I'm on a CB because I gangstered it from somebody not paying so I'm gonna go as far as I can with free, because well, because I've off. been at the point, and I still always pursue the point of the least resistance and marketing dollars spent. And if you have a CB that you know that there's truck drivers on it, just go find a place with a shade tree and say I'm at the corner of 43rd and 85th. I'll clean your semi for 50 bucks. And you're on a CB. You don't need anything else. You just meet them there for 50 bucks at a time 
and you run them through for absolutely zero marketing and zero, zero expense, you're just showing up at a place on a side street and you have no cost. Right. That's what I meant. That's no, I know, I know what you meant. Awesome. I'm, no, <laughs> I know. I it. And that's what clicked no, when I, you said that. I, I went. Understand. I never fully ex- explained I know what, what you're I talking meant. about. Yeah, I, I, know. Know. I, I, knew I get exactly it. what you meant because I was thinking. <laughs> you you said, I, I, said I, over I, it, and then I went. But then I never fully yeah. explained. I know. It, so I know what you mean, Dan. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. No, I, I get what you're saying. Like I was thinking, because I was thinking of where my where Prime City hub is, by industrial, and there's tons of places where semis will go and park and sleep and stuff like oh, that. Oh, there. You, oh no, that's perfect. And you already got a generator, you said. Fucking your CB handle is CB cleaning. Whatever zip code. I mean, whatever. Like yeah. that's your, and then you like, just hop on. Hey, there, see me if a cop says move, I gotta move. That was what I was thinking. Is if a cop says move, gotta move. Lots of opportunity there. Wow. Yeah. You might be good. good. I would do good. that, man. You're fucking golden. If you do it, it's gonna be golden, work, man. right? Work, it's it's not like you put it out one time and go, CB such and such, no, and then nobody calls. You gotta keep on it, Every hour, you understand the word no as well. Like I gotta. I got a perfect dresser a lot. for that You're TV get... right there. Plus, plus, if you uh, you start posting, you get truck people start coming. You get trucks, you start posting stuff on your page yeah, and yeah, stuff. I mean, you start generating yeah, more and more and more and more, and then just before you know it, it takes off, and then you don't have to do too much advertising. People just know. Go to Dan; he's gonna clean your truck up. Truckers talking. If I do one, two, three trucks that are immaculate, great, you know, and I get. Guys saying, dude, like I did this for 150 and I still was able to go to them and they didn't charge me that price for the detail. So I was able to get almost that full 35,000 for my lease completion. So it makes them save a lot more money because what happens is the lease that they have, if they complete it, they have to get their truck detailed clean for the next and build. Dan, and I think you got way more than you valued for when you came onto this. You yeah. got a complete business model to go after. And That's... I'm super excited about what you're going to do, man. Thank you for hopping on to uh, to Community <laughs> Pub. Man, that's that's exactly what we want. Like, we hop in, yeah. we drink some beers, we, we talk about detailing, we see what's going on, and, man, if there's somebody that needs help, we step up and help them out. So, yeah, that's that's fucking awesome, Derek. Man, thank you for your time talking about motivation and what's gotten you no through problem. those early stages of growing and what all it's taken. I think I would love to close on knowing what Nick's gonna cook for dinner. Seriously. I mean, I'm really, I'm really I think I'm really dying. <laughs> at the right end now, of like, it all, I really want to know. I was like, is Nick, Nick home yet? Nick, Nick, Nick home what, yet? Nick, what are you making? Or what yeah, you Nick, Nick VIP of the episode. Dude, I have no idea. VIP of the episode. I, what's he's mom say? In a car. Nick. He what's hops in and goes home, and oh, now yeah. he's ready to cook. Yeah. Like, he just throws the camera on. Yeah. I'm just detailing a car. No big deal. I only know one thing so far. What? Vodka? These two are going together. Smear it off. Smirnoff. No, I don't. Well, this is Smirnoff. Yeah, it's liquor, though, right? Yeah, vodka. Vodka, yeah. Citrus, yeah, citrus. Oh, citrus. Actually, doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah.
But what am I gonna cook? I have no idea. Give me like five minutes. Nick, we ain't got five minutes. Yeah, like we Nick, we ain't got five minutes. Don't walk bro. away. Listen, we're about, to get, we're about to roll out. We gotta know, man. Like, let's, let's Nick, just start. Like, <laughs> Nick, just start. Nick, just start. for five minutes. Just, just, just tell us what you're gonna cook, Nick. We'll check back next week and see how it works. Let us know then, man. Yeah. I've never seen him. Nick, pull something now. Hurry up, Nick. Pull something now. Pull something now. Like, this is like, I'm letting down tonight, Nick. Oh, sausage, okay. That's still looking good. Still looking good. Come on, what else? What else? Nick. What else? What else? Oh! That's all you need! Make the ramen. You cut the sausage. You saute it up. Throw it in there. Put some olive oil in there. What else? What else? Nick, Nick, what else? You grab the parmesan. Okay, the same. Right, yeah, same uh, is there fr- <laughs> yeah, Parmesan, that's all you need. You get the grater, you grate that shit up. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. Nick, all right. <laughs> Nick. Nick, this is like a fantastic meal. I I agree. I agree. <laughs> I wish we could have seen it. I really do. Man, but Nick, I, Nick, how about you put that stuff me. back in there, next and next week you make the same, Nick, that same thing. Sausage, ramen, some Parmesan cheese. Take a picture, we'll call it Nick's, Nick's stuff. Have to next take a picture. I'm doing something better than, than cheap-ass ramen. Oh, that'd be so good, I though. I don't know what yet. I don't know what yet, but I'm going to something back for sure. All right. All right, till next week, Nick. But send us pictures, like DJ said. Yeah, take a picture, post on Instagram, tag us. Tag us. We got to figure it out. Tag us so we can see how the sausage, how the sausage turned out. How did Nick's sausage turn out? Stay tuned to the tag. We will see from Nick. Nick, I'm excited. Nick Green. I'm excited. All right. I still gotta figure out what I'm gonna what I'm gonna make or what I'm gonna pull together. Well, it's without <laughs> sausage. That's all this we know. This is sausage in the ramen. All we in know the, is it's oh, got sausage. It. Cheese, it's got all sausage. Oh my god. Oh, no. I'm gonna make something dank tonight. All right. Like, you know, all right. I'll, I'll mess with y'all. Okay. Post it up, man. Post it up. Hey, Dan. Thanks so okay. much for hopping on, man. Derek. Yeah. Paul. Thanks for coming you, in. Good to see thanks. you guys. Hey, great community, nice guys. Good to see you guys. Bye. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. And let me just ask a favor. If you got any value out of it, right, maybe there was just one little nugget that was good for you on the inside, was good for you on the outside. Hey, whichever way you tickle, right? Uh, any little bit of info that you got value out of, would you please go share that with the rest of the community? Go onto the community page on Facebook, go onto any of the other Facebook groups and just say, Hey, here's a great little nugget that I got from the pints and polishing podcast. I know the community would love to hear it. I know we would love to hear it. And I know there's a lot of other detailers that could also gain the information. So, Hey, be active, be a part of the community. Let others know what value you're getting out of the podcast. Hey, this is Marty, Total Solutions. Make it a great day. Ooh.